You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. MyMac Podcast 784, Humbling the Future. And welcome, everyone, to the MyMac.com podcast. It's, I don't know how long it's going to be because there's no gas this week. Is he spending time with his wife and friends since apparently having a good time is better than podcasting? No, Guy. No, no. That was last week. Oh. But I'm here now! Ah. Yes. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Um, no, that, that was definitely last week. Though, for the past week, I have been severely... Um, Limited? Uh, limited yes i won't say handicapped um, um <laughs> definitely limited um because as you can probably hear i've had a, it's not just a cold it's been an awful cough and it's been right down in my chest and then it's not been in my chest and then i've got my sinuses are full everywhere and then they're not full and during the day i don't cough and then during the night i cough and can't, can't sleep breathe, right? so mm yeah, I've been very, very poorly. Well, have you, have, you have been what? speaking, you have, I mean, you have gone to the doctor, right? I have been to the doctor and he went, mm, it's a viral infection. Uh, come back next week if you're still coughing. Well, thanks a bunch, Doc. <laughs> oh, that's helpful. Just if if you, you know, feeling it sore, take some paracetamol and those cold, cold things, which I don't think really help. All they do is dry up your sinuses, which makes your head even more explosive. Um and uh, come back next week if you're still coughing. Does your chest hurt? Well, not at the moment, Doctor. No, but in a week's time, it could well be very painful. Thank you very much. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> anyway, um, so but I'm here. We'll we might have to make this relatively quick. Well, let me case, ask you. In case I fall over. Well, but, don't uh, fall over. Don't do that. No. <clears throat> well, how was so how was your New to, Year's? Just just for the listeners, excuse my coughing. I will try and press the cough button as much as I can, folks, but you'll have to bear with me, I'm afraid. Sorry, I missed that question that you No, it's just, how was you how was your New Year's? New Year was Christmas and New Year was absolutely terrific. Absolutely terrific. I had a really, really relaxing and nice time with family and friends. Um New Year as as usual. Um apart from the year that we actually moved into this house, this new house some three years ago. Three years. Yeah. Crikey. Um, We've been we, podcasting this entire time. Yes, all the time. Um, I we, we normally go out with friends for a dinner and dance and, you know, just have a sit-down dinner and, uh, you know, it's all dress up. The, the, the ladies have to put their sparkles on and we have to put our black tie on, all of that stuff. So, and it was very nice. Thank you. And then I went back to work with, uh, the Friday after New Year and there was lots of coughing and spluttering in the office and I think I picked it up and mm. then took it down to uh, um, my uh, Anne's um, relations because we went down there for the weekend. That's sure. why I couldn't podcast last weekend. Um, well, and I'm I think sure I they were happy up. to see you. I think they weren't really, no, because I, th I think I've given it to a few of them as well, and they've been off as well. So it's, yes, yes, I've been the the bearer of bad tidings, I think. Well, I, I know like, as like soon as you walked in the, the door, they said, Who's scruffy looking? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who's the grim reaper that's just walked through? Yes, that was me. Anyway, it, it has meant that I've been basically stuck in the house because I couldn't really go out. No. 
Um, I have done some work from home this week, and then uh, I've also been sat in front of the computer doing a few things, and I've got, um, um, well, I've got a a pick later, which is directly related to the time-lapsing that I've been doing. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. How about you? Well, um, uh, and, and actually, what we should say, as this is the first one, we should say Happy New Year to all of our listeners. That's true. Happy New Year, everyone. I don't think we've said that. And it is, I know it's now the 10th or the 11th. Or <laughs> yeah, so the it's is. been a little while. It, but it is still New Year. And, yeah. and this is the first one f- since the New Year. So Happy New Year to all of our lovely listeners. And I'm sure yes. 2020 will be wonderful. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That, we can change that. You you remember the last time we spoke, I was talking about the, the Christmas chair that I had gotten yes, from my wife and son. Yes, the squeaky Christmas chair. Well, the, the, the new non-squeaky, one. Right. The non-squeaky Christmas chair, which wasn't really built to uh, um, exacting standards. specifications which m- it may have needed to uh, be made to uh, because of a certain gentleman that was going to be using it. Right. Well, as it turns out, the problem was not in the manufacturing. Oh. Yeah, it was uh it was someone else's fault. Was was it in the um the the putting together of said vehicle? Maybe. <laughs> Basically, so did you fix it? I did. I did. And and I don't know why I didn't think of it before I complained about it. But you know, because I, I'm usually, I'm I'm usually so good about that. Where you know, I I don't open my mouth before I have all the facts. Yeah, well, that's I, a, that I, is a I, long, I, that is a long, painful silence. I I I was just running that through my head, <laughs> it was, and, and it seemed to take a lot longer than usual. The process, if right? I'm honest. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to process that. That statement quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what had happened as I was putting the chair together, I was tightening up all the screws Mm -hmm. and I probably, that's a good thing to do. Well, it is is once you have all the screws in place, (laughs) not, and not before, which is, so I had, I had tightened up all the screws. And of course, when you only tighten something on one side, typically on the other side, it's not quite where you think should be so once i loosened all of the screws on the other side lo and behold the arm the arm thingy that wouldn't go on went on and i have my new chair and i'm moving in it now and there's no squeaks oh so squeaky chair is gone i did tell you though i am going to a degree miss those squeaks yeah you did i am i on the other hand am not Will not. That was making me nuts. And New Year's. Making you nuts. Well, more so. Okay. Which should frighten everybody. Um, We spent, we spent New Year's. Frightens me. (laughs) With uh, some friends of ours who, Mm -hmm. uh, they'd invited us actually last year to go to this place. And uh, we, we waited too long to make reservations. It was all filled up. And I mean, why wouldn't it be? It's in Berkeley. Springs, West Virginia. So, you know, not exactly the tech hotspot. I, I was going to query that actually, because I've been to a Berkeley, but it's actually in California. Yeah. Yeah. Which mm, is known for It tech. wasn't that Berkeley. No, this was a completely different 
other coast. Right. Berkeley, not known for tech, but they do have a castle ah. for sale. Okay. That's nice. Yeah, $1.3 million for a castle. Ooh. And it's kind of a cool-looking castle. If you look up Berkeley Springs Castle in West Virginia, you'll see it. Okay. But you don't have to. Okay. <laughs> so we move on to a recent MyMac.com article. I'm thinking, actually, that um, the piece of news which I may not have said on the show is, yes, we did have a really good new year. Um, and between Christmas and new year, my daughter got a new car. The one I'm guessing the one that's, that's there in England with you. Yes. Yes. Not the one that's in currently Thailand. Yeah. Cause uh, what would be the point of getting a car in Thailand? <laughs> um, on her way up to uh, see her partner, um, a boyfriend up in Newcastle, her right. old car engine blew up basically. Ooh. So we had a trip to a castle between Christmas and New Year, Guy, on the Sunday between Christmas and New Year. Was that where the old um, car was? To pick her up because her car was basically scrap. Mm. Um, and she was on, she was nearly at Newcastle when it went kabang. And uh, so we drove up on Sunday and uh, we decided, um, you know, my dear lady wife woke up at 6 a.m. on the Sunday morning and said, Are you awake? And I said, well, I am now. now. <laughs> um, do you want to go to Newcastle Castle? So Newcastle um, Squared. And yeah, kind of. And it's very nice. It's a very nice castle. So if you're ever up in the Northeast and you're visiting Northumbria, which we do on a regular basis, and you're going past Newcastle, which has two Apple stores, um, then you could pop into uh, Newcastle, uh, into the center, and you can get on the roof as well. And the roof has a very good view because obviously castles generally are built in good vantage points so that they can shoot arrows down at the yeah, burning you know, oil and enemy. That's it. Yeah. And it, uh, it's a very nice place. Very nice. Do, place. They, do so, they still have yes. the vats with the burning oil, you know, against the, uh, yeah, but we fight off them. the tourists. We, we dodged them. Oh, okay. Very anyway, good. that was, that was an aside, wasn't it really? Yeah. Do you want to take us, um, so I can take a quick, um, cough uh, break off break. Uh, do you want to do the first, uh, <laughs> sure. or do you want to take the next section? Let me say that. Okay. That's Cause that's going to take so long. It will. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is set app. This is a revisited re- re- review by Palisa Aselli. Well, I didn't, but yeah, you know, the, the intent was there. Uh, we live in a world of subscriptions. We watch movies and TV shows on Netflix, Amazon prime and Apple TV plus. We stream music through Apple music, Spotify, Sirius XM and Pandora. Rather than use cable, many of us have cut the cord and subscribed to services like YouTube TV, Hulu sling and Philo for our day to day TV viewing. And joining the subscription trend is software. An app with no subscription is getting harder and harder to find. But could a subscription actually be a better deal than buying a standalone app? Let's take a look at SetApp. SetApp is a Mac-only platform that covers over 160 apps for $9.99 per month. There's no limit to the number of apps of... There's no limit to the number of apps users can access at any one time. Zero zilch nada. 
Sounds great, but we are back to the original question. Is it worth spending $120 a year for the software that's available through SetApp? Go on over to mymac.com and read that review from Elisa. Interesting, because my pick later is semi-linked to SetApp, so I shall come back to that a little bit later. Anyway... I'm ready for Gazzy Snippets, Guy. Okay. Are you? I am ready for Gazzy Snippets. <laughs> now, I may, I may fluster through these, so forgive me. Flurry, see it, fluster and flurry? See, I went with that, and I thought, I'm so clever here, but then get on with it. Flurry yeah. Analytics iPhone took nine of top ten Christmas week U.S. activations. So Flurry Analytics were saying this, okay? Nine of the top 10 devices activated on Christmas Day. And Apple and Samsung dominate the post-paid smartphone sales in the States. It's just incredible when you have a look at how many... (laughs) I thought so, Guy. um, How many... um, (laughs) Little aside there. How many of the sales and the activations were Apple? Uh, just incredible. Evercore ups the Apple target to $315. RBC and Buffer up Apple targets to $300. Needham while upping targets to $350. Wedbush analyst Wedbush. is a bull on a super cycle talking about Apple. Signs of strength for Apple in India. 2020 CTA trends look promising for Apple. Zach's. Apple has room to run in 2020. Apple shares hit new intraday and closing highs. Straight one. (laughs) Bloomberg, iPhone shipments in China hit double-digit growth. AirPods Pro orders stretch to February. Apple shares hit new intraday and closing highs. Straight two. two. Sales on the 13th anniversary of the iPhone are estimated at 1.9 billion iPhones sold since it first came out. Strategy analytics, AirPods totally crushed the totally wireless headset space. Totally. Guy, are, they are doomed, I tell you. It's, it They're sounds like doomed. it's kind of a, a doomish moment. It's incredible. Uh, I think Apple have had a pretty good period and i think they've got a pretty good period coming up um i think i heard that their shares at the start of the year were somewhere around 200 dollars, and they're now about 350 that is yeah that is just oh, money makes money I'll and, tell you. and the weird thing is apple has mm-hmm. done like four splits <laughs> yeah. since like 2000 and the last yeah, one was yeah. a seven to one split so if you had one share of apple stock you now have, let's see, one to two to four to eight to 56 times 350. Nice. Yeah. Tim Cook's 2019 take home dropped. It dropped to a measly, a measly 125 million. Oh my God. How's he going to do it? Uh, I'll tell you what. Tim Cook's take home. Government cheese. Is, is lots more than the Apple <laughs> median. Lots more than the Apple media, I tell you. Lots, lots. Over 200, if not much more than that. So his total pay since 2011, which is when he kind of took over, is almost, Guy, get this, he's sitting down, 
one billion dollars. Oh yeah. What what a world we live in. And that, what that, a world. Does that include uh, like options on <clears throat> shares and stuff? Yeah, that's, that's yes. So that's yes, everything. That's most of yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, he's got to uh, save up for his retirement, you know. I, mean, I think he, he has, he's getting yeah. on in years. So he's getting on in years, and he's got a very big house to live in. Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, he could sell that house and and buy a castle in West Virginia. He he, he could he should downsize. <laughs> he he could buy that house that I sent you. He could he could he could FBI. Oh no! Apple adds emoji to engraving for AirPod cases. You are kidding me. That's all I can say. FBI sends a letter to Apple requesting help. Apple says it's already giving help. The FBI have an agenda here, methinks, mm. guy. Hmm. 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 Because how many requests do they send normally? Lots. Mm. They do send lots. Yes, they do. And so why suddenly come out and start making a Ferrari over this one. Anyway, Apple TV app coming to some 2018-2019 LG smart TVs. Patricia Arquette joining Apple TV Plus series Severance. Apple presenting at Television Critics Association Winter Press Tour 2020. Apple releases the first official Mythic Quest Raven's Banquet trailer. Oh my God. And Apple TV Plus series Dickinson up for glad media award um it's uh tv stuff yeah and i didn't mention ricky gervais (laughs) oh my god yeah it was a joke i know did you see did you see his 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 whole opening bit at the golden globes yeah brilliant he didn't he 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 didn't give a no and he and he never has the look the look on and you know i I like tom hanks as an actor (laughs) i like a lot of the stuff that he's been in but the look that he had on his face while Ricky and they kept cutting to him I know, while yeah, Ricky Gervais guy. was giving his, his, his opening monologue. It was like, <laughs> it was the look on his face was like, Oh my God, I, I cannot believe you're saying these things. Chances are he won't be on the golden globes next year. Well, just a, they, just a he's guess. Been, he's been pretty, but they said that was his last one anyway. And he's been anyway. Well, that was Ricky part of Gervais. the gag. Yeah, Ricky Gervais is Ricky Gervais. You ain't gonna change him, folks. Nope. And uh, um, I mean, good for him. Some of it, some of it is said um, in jest. Some of it is said with just a little bit tongue in cheek. Yep. I tell you, Apple privacy execs still Wait, not. Which, into which cheeks are we talking about? <laughs> Any cheek you like, okay. my friend. <laughs> uh, Apple privacy exec is still not into encryption backdoors. I'll shout out for Apple as long as they keep this sentiment up. Stupid politicians is all I'm going to say here. Apple acknowledges connectivity issues for the iPhone XR or XR on O2 in the UK. Glad I'm not on O2, but if you remember, Guy, O2 was the first operator to have the iPhone in the UK. Yes. Apple launches back to uni promotion. Lost on me, I'm afraid. Wait, back to, back to in December? Well, that's what I came across. Okay. All right. Well, perhaps they've been off for Christmas. Apple Arcade games represent, um, I'm pretty sure that's not one that I've missed. I'm pretty sure that's, I was going, I have been ill, right? If it's, if it's wrong, I've well, been Well, I mean, usually, usually they have a, uh, you know, back to school kind of thing in like July and August. 
Yeah, well, I think I think you know universities are, are off over Christmas. That's my excuse. Apple Arcade Games represent at 2020 Independent Games Festival Awards. I am yawning. <laughs> yes, yes, I am. Or what I should have done there was, oh no, where do, uh, I am yawning. Yes, I. Oh, I had a, I had a clip, but I've lost it. Apple PR sings a song of services. Pocket yes, full yes, of rye. Yeah, yeah a pocket Yes, 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 yes. We know Apple. Um, CMBC to Saganoki. You've been a chaser. Now, Sagan, I think CNBC had a little bit of a go at, at Saganoki on this. Um, uh, an analyst belittled by CM, CNBC, I've said. Um, I've said here they should come to us. What, you and me? Yeah, CNBC sure. should come to us to, to belittle analysts yeah um or or just to give us money for doing a show for them anything anything yeah we're good apple solicits donations for australian bushfire relief through itunes well done apple yes apple launches shot on iphone night mode challenge they should see my plow guy (laughs) um app that's not a euphemism um apple screens iCloud photos for child exploitation. Mm. Ooh, that's not good I've put here. And not because this sort of thing shouldn't be done, but who gave Apple the authority to be the police? Child exploitation this week. Who knows what next week? This is a really difficult subject um, and difficult for me to say, but no one um, but uh, to say no to it's difficult for me to to say no to for apple to do this but who says that apple can get an image right i.e well they are becoming the police now part of the problem I, here i kind of depends get on where this it. where this is taking place and what kind yeah. of what kind of culpability apple has if I, they don't absolutely do it. Uh, well yeah but then you know they're not the police guy. No, they're not. So this this is it, a real it difficult is, one. It is I get bothering. It. I get it. I totally get it. I totally get it. But wow, we've got to be very careful here. Now, I, trust I thought all I, of this stuff was supposed to be encrypted anyway. Yeah, no, 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 no. Not, not if it goes to the iCloud. And this, this is what gets me about the FBI. If they're quick enough, if there's an, I, uh, an iCloud backup, they've got the encryption keys to the iCloud backup so they can see stuff through iCloud. That's the point. Mm. Okay. And, um, I'm, and someone's going to correct me on that, and I'm sure they will. But I, I'm, my concern on this is th- they're being the police here, and that concerns me just a little bit. I'm, I'm, not, saying what, I'm not saying what they're doing they shouldn't do, because, boy, oh, boy, you know, you, you don't want child exploitation no. uh, to carry on. And if you can, you know, if you can find a way to, um, to find out about it and stop it, great. But uh, where does it end? Where does it end? What happens? The problem is, guy. What happens if then a corrupt company, Apple, becomes a bit more of a corrupt company? Then you know, there's you just don't know. You just don't know. Um, who you trust today is not who you may trust tomorrow. That's why laws are put into place to protect not only us, but the people who are actually running those laws as well. Okay. Ireland to give Apple an award marking 40 years of investment. Uh, what is the award? Not 13 billion euros per chance. Ha 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 ha. You're on the right track. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, guy, I think I think you wanted to mention something, a, a couple of things. Yeah, about- yeah, real, real quick. Um, AirPod Pro demands gas still outstrips supply. And frankly, there are worse problems to have. Yes. <laughs> uh, AirPod Pro's voice apps show that they are an emerging platform, which I say fine, but I draw the line at the new Apple colonoscopy pro probes. <laughs> nine, nine out of 10 devices. I mean, you talked about this nine out of 10 devices activated just after Christmas were Apple phones. And Tim cook is out to fry whoever it was that didn't make that 10th device popular enough. Yes, yes, definitely. Uh, analysts say that the next iPhones will be smaller, more efficient, and have 5G. And, you know, way to dance on the ledge of speculation there, analysts. Uh, Tim Cook's air travel has exceeded over 239%, wow, than the previous year, which affects Apple's operating expenses by 0.00000001%. Oh, you might have added an extra zero. In there. I, I may sure. have. I may. I got. I well. I'm wearing glasses, but like I got lost in the zeros. Okay. Uh, Wedbush. Wedbush City Limits sees Apple shares climbing as high as three hundred and fifty dollars. And is that the same as coming from a burning bush? Uh, Wedbush City Limits. Wedbush. <laughs> <laughs> and that, folks, is the end <sighs> of Gaz's and Guy's snippets. Yeah, the only reason why I had these in there. Well, actually, you know what? It, it's not worth even going into the explanation. No, don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, okay. So you guys got a little extra stuff this week, which makes sense because we weren't on last week. So, Gaz, should we I get us out of here? Um, I, I'll get us out because my voice is just about holding up. <laughs> so let's, let's, everybody, stand by to stand by and we'll be right back. Nicely, sickly done. Hello everybody, this is Simon Parnell, the host of the Essential Apple Podcast, the show where we aim to take a wander around the week's news in Apple, news, reviews, technology, security, and anything else that catches our eye. Plus, from time to time, we like to have guests from the industry who we get to tell us about their products, their services, their history, their philosophies, what uh, drives them, and of course, just what makes them tick. That, plus a bunch of friends talking about the news in Apple. What more could you possibly want? Check us out on the My Mac Podcasting Network. In regards to the MyMac.com podcast, I wish Guy could find a mic that blocked out all the foreground noise. And welcome everyone back to point two, point two, Gaz, of the MyMac.com podcast, of the number of which we've already said, so we won't say it again. Uh, So point two, two, in this section, we're going to talk a little bit uh, about the future of the Mac. And some of the directions that it could go into. And, uh, but first let's, let's briefly talk about some of the previous 
transitions with the Mac in uh, both the OS and processors. Now, you're a, you're a relative, you know, as, as time goes, a newcomer to the newbie. platform. I'm a newbie. Now, were they still on PowerPC when you joined the, the Apple family? Uh, just. I, I purchased a PowerPC um, Mac Mini. Okay. So, and then right after that, everything was Intel. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was a power PC. Yes, I'm pretty sure it was a power PC. But it was it was end of life because they'd all I think they'd already moved over to Intel, but I was, you know, I couldn't at that point um justify going to a a new new Mac at that stage. Okay. Well, uh, originally of course there was, you know, a big surprise Mac OS 1, which was for the original uh 9-inch monochrome Mac. Uh, it was all in all in one machine came out in 1984, uh, right after, or not that long after the original Apple Lisa, which was their first attempt at a, uh, graphic user interface for a computer. And the original Mac OS lasted until system seven came out. And then there was a, a transition from system six to system seven. That was pretty significant. Number one, it was going to color. And that alone was, was a big deal at the time and, uh, kind of going to a, a different classes of machines. Now, the next big transition they did was to go from the original Motorola 68,000 series processor to the aim Alliance, which was Apple, um, Apple, oh, Apple, IBM, and Motorola. I almost said Intel, but no, that wasn't. <laughs> Intel was not involved. And uh, they came out with the PowerPC chips. Mm -hmm. And they transitioned from the 68K to the PowerPC chips. After that was the big transition in software from OS 9 to OS 10 or OS X, depending on the way you look at it. And uh, the last huge transition they did was jumping from PowerPC to Intel in 2005, yep. 2006. So Apple has lots of experience at going from one type of operating system to a different type of operating system and from one type of processor to another <clears> type <throat> of processor. And they haven't been afraid in the past, ooh, sorry, to do so. So that was like a real, and you know, we could probably do an hour just talking about those transitions, but we're not going to, we're going to talk about some of the different ways that, that Apple could go in the future. And this doesn't necessarily mean that they will. It doesn't even necessarily mean that we want them to <laughs> just, you know, these are just some of the ways that, that I thought of that, that, that they could, uh, the first one I have here is now Intel is not the only company that makes x86 style multi-core processors there's another company probably better known for graphics cards called amd so they also make multi-core processors and i think apple could if they wanted to number one they could they could buy amd probably with their sales from january of this year alone but if Apple wanted to take and stay in the x86 family, they could take the reins of, you know, the, you know, the com complete control and just purchase AMD and fit the Mac OS 
to AMD as compared to uh, Intel, Intel chips. What do you think? Um, I, right, they they could just do it. I think it would be a stepped process. Um, it'll only make sense if it gives them much more control f- of the whole package, um, and if it makes things cheaper. Uh, uh, so control and making uh, the cost basis uh, um, cheaper for cheaper. the company, not yeah, necessarily yeah. cheaper for us. No, 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 no. Um, so because what are the reason would there be for them to do that? There wouldn't be any because I think Intel chips at the moment, are, they're quite happy with them. They're working fine. You know, there's no reason to change. So the only reason I think to change is to make, you know, the, the people will talk about efficiencies and, you know, um, giving you more, maybe less power than intel but giving you more battery life and making the thing more mobile so those there are lots of other efficiencies so if your strategy is to go down a route where you need a much lighter um, unit uh, and you need something which is more mobile compatible um, then obviously that's the third other thing which would drive you down that route but if you haven't got a strategy to do that um and the the overall cost of changing isn't going to save you a lot of money um and actually doesn't give you that much more control they won't do it but i think any one of those three things if there's enough influence in changing to arm then apple certainly are not frightened and, and would do it but i don't think they would they would just chop intel and move like they did with power pc i think it would be very much more of a step change yeah. in in certain areas well they, they <clears> actually <throat> didn't have much of a choice as far as no, jumping from right. power pc right. to intel I mean, it wasn't i wasn't around really at that time but no that's the that's true yeah because pretty much all development or most development on power pc just w- wasn't going anywhere else so yeah. um the next one now kind of like what I was just talking about with AMD where Apple could could buy AMD and design their own multi-core processors they've they've kind of already done this not with AMD though but with ARM and these are the processors for people who aren't aware that are in the iPhones and iPads and and some of the other smaller devices. Actually, there's a, there's an arm based chip in quite a few of your keyboards now. Yeah. And you know, in the keyboards that have the, the little, what would you call it? The, the strip that always changes. It's got like a little display built into it, but regardless, you know, oh, well, on the, on the max. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I can't remember what they call it now. <laughs> I can't either. I'm drawing a complete blank. Uh, Mind well, you, my brain at the moment is completely fuzzled. So, yeah, well, welcome diff- to my world. That's a different, different excuse. Yeah. Anyway, carry on. So they're good enough for iPhones and iPads, which uh, yep. Apple has called in the past the future of computing. Uh, considering how much control Apple likes over the manufacturing process, would or could they switch the entire platform to an ARM-based but Apple-designed processor? Now, a- again, Apple has their own design or engineering or design and engineering group that uh, helps create the arm based processors that they use in iPhones and iPads, as well as their, their um, system on a chip 
chips. Uh, what are they? S-Socks or whatever they call those. System on a chip. You know, basically, uh, kind of what they have in the phone and kind of what they have in the iPad now is a single chip that has a processor. It's got a graphics core. It's got, you know, all these other things that are just kind of built into it. And it takes up much less space than, than having to, you know, have other chips and have uh, other connections to those chips from the, the main processor. And there's absolutely no reason why Apple couldn't take OS 10 in the Mac version of OS 10 and move that to an ARM processor. And it wouldn't surprise me at all if we went into certain restricted areas at Apple and would see a computer or two that has an ARM process, ARM processor running uh, the Mac OS. Is, is that a hesitation for me to jump in? Yes. <laughs> well, un- unlike the previous AMD where I may have said ARM, um, um, it would take, uh, I think ARM processing will have a lot more of those tick boxes. I think it's exactly the same as what I said before, to be honest with you. But I think the, uh, the whole ARM linkage that they already have um, and, and the, um, the control and the, the cost um, and the mobile change for devices that this could bring them, I think could mean that they would make a much bigger step change in going with ARM. Um, whereas with AMD, it would be a kind of a, a fight off with Intel and it would almost be a, you know, um, playing one off against the other. Um, but that's a bit of a dangerous game. So you've got to have a, a, a really good strategy behind that. Um, I think that with ARM, they are much more likely to have a much bigger step change in their, their processes across the range of products. Yeah. Well, not to mention as well that, you know, if, if they went with AMD, it would be a <clears throat> relatively minor change for mm. developers. Yeah. Because yeah, most, most yeah, of the existing yeah, yeah, software yeah. that works with yeah. Intel would work with AMD. With ARM, that would require a lot more work. And Apple yeah. has created some of the tools already. Yes. You know, yes. If, if you look at what they're doing with Apple Arcade, for example, or taking some iOS apps and making them now available on the Mac. So there's some cross-platform stuff going on there. You know, I don't want to get too technical by saying stuff. And um, <laughs> so the, the tools are already kind of in place to be able to take uh, x86 and ARM-based uh, applications and move them from one to the other. Now, how much work that entails for developers and whether some of the developers that kind of define why you use the Mac, you know, the Adobe's and the Microsoft's and and all the rest of that, would they be willing to port their existing software with its existing capabilities to ARM, I think would be the question. Mm. Um, Wow, you okay? Yeah, I'm. I'm still here. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. I'm thinking hard, but I'm. I'd. I'd. I'd, I'd stick with what I said before. To be honest with you, um, I'm not sure because that you know they have already. The software piece is something I think they're less scared of. 
I think there's a there's a bigger strategy which sits behind it. I think they'd be quite happy for because if you think about it, they'd be quite happy to put the emphasis on the developers to have to change. Sure, because that's less, that's less that's less work on them, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So they just provide yeah. the tools. Yeah. Okay. the The last one, uh, probably the most controversial of the ones that we've been talking about here is to drop the Mac line altogether in favor of a portable laptop desktop series where your mobile device plugs into a base for whatever purpose you need it for. So if the Mac went to Apple's ARM processors, this could basically be the eventual replacement for either or both the Mac and iOS. So you would have a combined operating system and what they would call it. I have no idea that would, uh, kind of take the place of the stuff that you do on your Mac and the stuff that you do with your phone or iPad. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think you, what you're talking about there is more of an, an accessory. You more have uh, having an extra, uh, an extra device to help with the whole process. I don't think it would take over, um, but I think it would certainly enhance and be, you know, a, an extra, uh, extra arm in the whole oh, lineup. Oh, 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 Bush. Aha. Aha. Wedbush. <laughs> I think, you know, I, I can't see this being a complete change, but I can see it being an, a, an extra device, which, um, gives you much more compatibility to plugging into and, and joining onto when you get, when you get back right. where I thought you might be going with that was basically there's enough power in the phone to do most of the things that you, you do and you just plug it in and basically link up to a big screen and you've right. got your keyboard and your mouse in front of you. Well, no, that, um, that, that, that is exactly one of the things. Okay. So, so if this device, um, enables that, then yes, I, I, I don't think that is controversial at all. I could certainly see that as being an, uh, an opportunity. Okay. Um, we would love cool. to hear from uh, you, our listeners. Yes. Yes. You tell us what you think. Are we barking up the completely wrong tree? Are we barking up a, an old, uh, give me a big tall um, American tree guy. Or are we just barking? I think that's more likely. <laughs> so everyone, please stand by to stand by. We have one more section left of the, my, maybe two, maybe mm, two, maybe, maybe of the, my Mac.com podcast. And we <laughs> will maybe, maybe we'll be right back or maybe not. Private Eye, Mac and Tosh, and I'm here to tell you about a book written about me and my search for the Maltese Cube. Yes, it's a fine book. I think you should get it. Quiet, you. It combines technology, Mac trivia, action, murder, suspense. Oh, just tell them where to get it. I'll get to that. Romance, film noir detective fiction. I can't stand it anymore. It's called The Maltese Cube, and it was written by my Mac writer and podcaster Guy Searle. Find it on Amazon. It's only $2.99 and coming soon to the Apple's iBook store. Don't forget, it's The Maltese Cube and so inexpensive. You know you're not in it, right? I mean, the next one, right? Sure thing, Louie. You know, this could be the start of a beautiful friendship. 
Get the Maltese Cube on Amazon and soon in the iBook Store. I used to have trouble getting to sleep, but after listening to the My Mac podcast, I'm frightened to go to sleep. Hi everyone, and welcome to point three of this week's whatever it is. Um, <laughs> guy, guy, yeah, am I ill? You are ill. I am not in my head. That was easy. Hit it. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. It's time for Gaz's tip. Right, this is a tip which is linked to my pick in a sort of fashion. I have now found and purchased a new time-lapse application, which I'll get onto Ooh. in a little while. In the process of testing that application out, I thought, right, I'm going to grab all of those 2019 images into one folder and see if it can handle them all. And we'll come back to later uh, on the app as to whether it did or not. How am I going to do that? Because I've got a subfolder of 2019. I've then got a subfolder with each of the um, each of the days in the month. Wow. So I've got 2019 January, and then each of the each of the days with all of the lo- mm, right times mm, twelve. That's a bit right. So how am I going to? Po- I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll pull a smart folder together. So here's my tip. Guys, if you're looking for stuff in certain locations on your Mac or all over your Mac, please go into Finder, the Finder window, and then open File, New Smart Folder. And I'll tell you what, the power of that particular process will make you smile. You can file the whole Mac, you can, uh, sorry, search the whole Mac, or you can search just um, a particular folder or area. Um, And also, it's a smart search box, so it keeps updating every time you put new stuff into a location, so it can bring all of those new items back into this smart search. So Finder is superb, and smart folders within Finder are even superbera. If that's a word. <laughs> I don't think it, I, it is now. Superb. It is now. It, it, if it wasn't, there's a it use, is now. There's a U in there. There is. So I'm, so, so I'm nodding my head. Okay. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. Okay, is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's Tips. Sounds like a superhero. Superhero name. I'm the sup- Actually, no. Super villain. Super villain name. I'm the superberer. Yeah. So there you go. Okay. Anyway, guy, guy, do you do you? I'm getting a little bit of a hurry up now. So, do you have a pick? I do. I do. I'm kind of keeping with the theme from the last few shows. It's another semi audio pick. It's the Knox Gear Professional Studio Stand. It's about fifty dollars over there on Amazon, and it's very very similar to the the Heil. Uh, stand that I've used in the past with my Heil PR40 microphone, but it's about half the cost. So the, the Heil stand, the PRPM1, whatever it is, that's like, a, that's over a hundred dollars. Uh, this one here from Knox, which does pretty much all the same stuff, about 50 bucks. And it's a, uh, it's a really nice stand. I, I'm very, very happy with it. I wish I'd seen this one before I saw the Heil one. Cool. Excellent. 
So, do you want me to tell you about my pick? I do. I'm I'm kind of waiting with bated breath. Bated breath. Yeah, okay, well, so... You, you teased us by saying, is it going to do the stuff I want it to do? You're going to have absolutely. to wait to find... See, you yeah, can't absolutely. do that to me. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, I can't do it to the listeners either, but I have. So tough. Um... <laughs> So obviously what I wanted to do was keep some consistency with the time-lapse creation sure. of the 2019 um, uh, images that I'd taken. And obviously 2019 is now over and I've got all of those um, images available to me. And as you heard in my pit, in my tip, actually now what I could do is obviously pull all those images out and actually do the whole thing in a new device, in a new application, um, a time-lapse application, which actually is in fact – quicker than the old time-lapse uh, application that I've got and can handle 56,000 images. Now, it's oh not quick. It took an hour to process them. Oh, I'm but sure. an hour to do 56,000 images to create a time-lapse was pretty damn good. Um, the time-lapse size was a little bigger than I was hoping uh, at the 11 gig because I have actually got it down to a smaller size using the other process. But I did that within screen steps as well. So there's a bit of a combination there. So I may be able to get that size down even more. Um, and the application could handle all of those images, which was absolutely superb. Um, so I can now move on to the next OS um, iteration guy, which I shall be doing over the next few weeks. But this this particular time-lapse application not only um, could handle all of the images, it, it gives a really nice interface to be able to um, look at the images that you're trying to put together for the time-lapse. It also gives you a bit of um, adaptability to, to, to make some error correction or image correction, color correction, brightness, etc., etc. It also handles something which is called flickering. Now, with time-lapse, you can get a bit of flickering because obviously a time-lapse right. image, each image is taken at a separate point. And if you've got lots of light changes going on, you can get a bit of flickering in the, uh, in the image as a yeah, whole. Well, it, it's like the whole thing. You're taking a picture at uh, 2 o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday, yep. and then you take yep. your next image at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday. So you're yep. going to have different weather conditions. Yep, absolutely. Now, this, this application even goes to try and help fix that. Now, the the demonstrations this that are really this cool. are far, much, far better than what I found, but it does actually, it has made quite a bit of an improvement. So it also deals with, with uh, flickering. And there's lots of good reviews for this particular app, and I thought, well, I'll go for it. Now, what's the best way to get this, I thought? Do I go to their uh, their webpage? Can I buy it from the webpage? Mm, yes, I think I can buy it from their webpage. Um, and it's the same price on their webpage as it is in the App Store. So why wouldn't I buy it in the App Store? Because any updates would automatically come through. Plus, because I've got it in the App Store, I'll be able to use it on multiple devices. Um, and then I thought, oh, is there any other options? There are other options, this particular time-lapse application, which is called Glue Motion, G-L-U-E-M-O-T-I-O-N, Glue Motion, is also available going back to um, Elisa. Is it Elisa who did it? Yes, Elisa. Um, oh, it's also available. <laughs> Sorry, I did drop that one on you. Um, it's, also, it's also available in the setup. A suite of applications oh, I, I, okay. for a, for an ever so slight moment. I considered getting the setup application group, but I, then I thought, no, no, I'm afraid 
uh, I'll either buy it for £17.99, I think it's $17.99 in the US as well, yes. or 120 for this application, which I know I want, and lots of other applications, which I'm really not sure I want. So I'm still not uh, totally sold on setup at this stage. Um, but certainly, um, I bought Glue Motion through the App Store, and I'm so far extremely impressed with it. It's, it's a fast application. It, it is much quicker. It's about... It was about three times quicker when I, I compared it to about, a, about 1,700 images compared to the old time-lapse application that I used. And it, it does give me lots of um, other benefits, which the other one didn't, but I was trying to keep consi consistency with the images. But now I know that I can do this so much quicker. I can move on and not worry about it. And I can also move on in changing my my OS to uh, what are we on now? What's the new OS? Catalina. Catalina. See, I, I couldn't even remember what the damn new OS is called because I'm <laughs> I'm not on it yet. So yes. Well, let me ask you something real quick. And I'm motion. looking at the demonstration over yep. in the Mac App Store, <clears throat> and one of the things they're showing, and but it's not really explained that well, is they show this animation of them resizing the image. Does yes, it then so in turn do that to yes. every other image? Yes, automatically. Yes. yes. So whatever. Wow. Yeah. Absolutely. So if if you've taken um, um, uh, um, you know, a load of images of obviously the same image, but you actually want to just cut out a certain area. This application allows you to do that as well. So you can just, you know, you can zoom in and then it will take that exact section from all of the images. As long as it's the same general image. As, yeah, yeah. You can't, you know, you can't move the camera and take a slightly different angle of that same area and it, it expect it to then pick up. It may well do because what it may do is actually just take the sizing that you're giving it rather than, which it probably is what it's doing. So you could well do that. So, but that that's not really what you want to do. If you're going to take a time lapse, you tend right. to leave the camera in the same spot, but you can, you can zoom in and, and crop. <clears throat> at the start i'm start i'm starting yes to i'm sorry here, so. i'm sorry and um, <laughs> don't apologize yeah this this is such a cool app and obviously i don't know i'm making this up as i go exactly <laughs> exactly okay yeah, but it, it, it gives you option on the flickering process it gives you then option on the um color correction uh, but it does it to every image so you have to be careful because it's going to do it to the whole lot but it does it kind of goes through and tries to do auto correction as well so it doesn't ruin the whole process um and it's very fast i've got to say it is and this very is cheap. fast this is actually this is not an expensive program I don't think it's too bad at all. No, you could, you could get, you could, for, you could buy this program three times for the same price as my studio stand that I talked about. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not comparing. Well, no, 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 we're not comparing. Um, real, real quick. If you would please, please, please go on over to, uh, the podcast app. If, if you're in Catalina or iTunes, if you're in something before then, and leave some feedback for the show. We would really, really appreciate it. And if you do so and send me an email, I will send you a woo T that is big W big O big O big T little I little E. It has to be seen to be believed. It is an amazing thing and it will change your life. Or, it did me. Yes. See, he's been podcasting with me for over 10 years because of this Woody. I didn't say it was necessarily a good change like a curse. 
<laughs> and uh, speaking of curses, uh, we have some feedback. If I can mm. find it. I don't believe it. It's true. It is true. I just can't find it. I know it's here. Uh, let's see. Is this it? What would you do with a brain if you had one? No, 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 no. That's not it. And, uh, yeah, this is, this is not good guys. I can't find it. Can't find them. Uh, I, I know I put them in here. No, I know, I know, I know, oh, I know. Found them. Found them. God, well, well done. Ooh, boy, that was close. Uh, do you want well, the feedback or the bumpers first? Whichever. I don't mind. I'm in your hands, which is never a good place. No, no, it's frightening. Okay. Well, uh, we have two bumpers. One is from, uh, of course, Greg from North Carolina. Uh, one of the few people who know what our secret ultra secret telephone number is. And we're not giving it out later. Well, we will, but no, nobody still uses it except for Greg and Marcus. So here's, that was a a joke. Oh, I knew that. I don't know. I'm just making it up as I go. What is wrong with these people? They're the G men on the MyMac show. Well, I think that that's (laughs) self-explanatory. There's nothing wrong with us. Yeah, we're perfect. That's the problem. <laughs> so here's one from Marcus. In regards to the MyMac.com podcast, I wish Guy could find a mic that blocked out all the foreground noise. Exactly. <laughs> now, I'm not sure whether he's talking about you or me. No, he's he's talk, He's definitely talking about me. <laughs> um, and if people who know anything about microphones will get that. But it's funny. Believe me. <laughs> all right. And next up, we have some feedback from a certain longtime listener. Yeah. Hey, guys, it's James. You mentioned Hello, me James. briefly on the uh, MyMac podcast program show, 783, <laughs> Woodpad, you know, that bloke. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it came to mind when you were talking about Christmas lunch that uh, Gaz must have been doing an impersonation of Dracula because he had a cape on for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Cape on? Cape, <laughs> male chicken, cape on, you know. <laughs> yeah, we, we get it, James. Yeah, yeah, what does that got to do with roosters? That's <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, James. Yeah, I was Robin. I was definitely Robin. <laughs> and I wasn't a chicken at all. Oh, before we go any farther, um, next week we will be announcing the winners of the bumper contest. And it is now... As of Saturday, Today. January 11th of 2020, too late to send in your, your bumper applications to be considered for, uh, any of the $25 prizes. There's four of but them. If you, but if you've sent in a bumper or something before this gets released, we may still consider it. Yeah. But, so don't panic if you're now hearing this thinking, well, I sent mine on Saturday night. Yeah, don't, don't, don't panic. Yeah. After but, many years, Guy is almost <laughs> happy with his audio setup. Almost. However, <laughs> I say, what's wrong with the mute button? The genie <laughs> on my Mac podcast. See, that's, that's the stuff that's, we're looking for. Yes, that's what we like. <laughs> that right there. I mean, you you got to, you got to give it to him. He just keeps going. He and does. Going he and he going. knows the best ways to tell us how full of crap we are. <laughs> he's so good at it. Um, if you would actually, before I talk about, before we talk about how to get a hold of us, 
Um, real, real quick. If you would like to help support the things I do, uh, patreon.com forward slash Mac parrot, coffee.com ko fi.com forward slash Mac parrot and PayPal paypal.me forward slash Mac parrot. Any of those will allow you to send me money. And you know, if you feel the need that you would like to do such a thing in spite of, you know, the stuff I put everything. out. Everything. Yeah. In spite of everything. In spite of everything. It would be greatly, greatly appreciated. Now, Gaz, if people wanted to get a hold of you and say, why does Guy go on and on and on about people sending him money, how would they do so? Ever so simple. Send an email to GazGaz yes. at MyMac.com or on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash Gazmaz G-A-Z-M-A-Z. You can... <laughs> I will make it honest. You, you can <laughs> also, I, 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 if we've got a silly language, it's not too confusing. You can also send uh, a Twitter to both of us, Guy and Gaz, G U Y A N D G A Z. Um, that's well, that's three ways that you can get hold of me. Um, you can also send an email to feedback at mymac.com. That's F W D B A C K um, at mymac.com. Now, now, um, now, what I'm going to say is, Guy, yes. if people wanted to get in contact with you. Mm. His name was Guy. No fool I know. <sighs> He's the guy. Guy. Guy? Guy's the one. You remember Guy? <laughs> Pay no attention to that guy behind <laughs> the curtain. His name was Guy. Oh, you're killing me. No fool me. I know. <laughs> Now, if if people want an email from God, how would they do the same? It is simplicity at its finest. You would send that Good. in the email client of your choice to Guy G U I at mymac.com. You can also find me on the Twitters. Uh, I have two Twitter accounts: Mac Parrot, <laughs> and um, yeah, um, Virchark. Oh, it's the long one today. I thought for a minute you were going to cut off that last. No, I wasn't. That, that, that is such torture. It's so Not torturous when week. you do that. Yeah, you'll wait till some other time to completely yeah. torture my psyche. <laughs> Okay, we also have a Skype number, the super, super secret Skype number that yeah, only Greg and Marcus know how to use. Yeah, shh, shh, don't, don't tell anyone. anyone. It's, it's plus one. Area code 703-436-9501. Guess that number again. Plus one. one or plus one outside of the United States. Area code 703-436-9501. So nobody heard those numbers, which was seven zero three four three six nine five zero one. 
So Gaz, I would like to yes. say thank you. You're welcome. And as, well, thank you seriously for, for coming on, even as, even as unwell that you are feeling, which makes no sense in a sentence, but the sentiment was there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would also like to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you to all of the people who download and listen to the MyMac.com podcast. It is greatly, greatly appreciated that you have taken this journey with us. And Gaz, I think that we're good enough. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And smart enough. Mm -hmm. Certainly. And doggone it, woof, woof, woof. People like us. Tavai. Perizivino, Zavakakawana. Nice. Gorizva. Rek un piti pizvzera. Yeah. It's not a spit on this microphone now. Kuka Gawana. Zvezi. Izvo. Zvizrudzo. Iwi. Wakapika. Kutavera. <laughs> no idea no idea so all i'm gonna say is Denny. thanks for downloading and listening to the my mac podcast you can also hear other great podcasts on the my mac podcasting network like the tech fan podcast three geeky ladies geekiest show ever the let's talk podcast essential apple podcast and the club playstation and club nintendo podcasts Cool. Okay. I am so sorry you're not feeling well, dude. That's fine. And I and again, seriously, <laughs> I mean all all joking aside, I really appreciate the fact that, that you were able to come on today. That's I don't know fine. If, I don't know if I would have been able to. You <laughs> Yeah, you're welcome. I'll get payback, don't worry. <laughs> You'll be like, <laughs> get him on. I don't care if he's having major heart surgery. Get <laughs> him on. Look. Look, I don't care if that wire, which has got blood in it, going down into his arm, is in the way. Pull it out. He doesn't need that extra blood anyway. As long as he can live the end of the hour, we'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. Mind you, I know it's got to live a little bit longer because he's got to do the editing as well. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's screw actually having him on the show. He's got to do the editing. Yeah. Actually, I think I've uh, done that once or twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't actually right. on the show, but did the editing. <laughs> so to to get back to your your previous your previous question, I you know you like burritos. You're a fan. Well, I, I am a you're a fan. I am a fan of burritos. You're a fan of burritos. I am a fan occasionally of burritos. I wouldn't say they're an all-time favorite of mine, but I, um, I wouldn't go past a window with a burrito in it and go, yuck, I'm never eating one of them. Yeah, you would just reach in and steal that sucker. I might do. Yeah. Mm, <clears throat> but I am also a fan <clears throat> of tamale pies. Okay, that's good. What is a tamale? All right. <laughs> a tamale is seasoned beef... That is uh, wrapped in a relatively soft kind of shell. You know, it, it, it here's the th and, and we're talking about Americanized Mexican food. Okay, we're not talking about actual real food prepared 
by the Mexican people because the, the food that they prepare is very, very different than the, the food that is passed as being Mexican food here in the United States. Very true. So it's, it's basic, <clears throat> it's this soft kind of, uh, I'm not even really sure what you would call it, but it, it's, <clears throat> it's this, it's this stuff that is stuffed with stuff. Right, that explains right. it so clearly. I know, I've doesn't it? No, I mean, doesn't that sound I, it, so good? Stuff, I just stuffed with I don't, stuff. Why didn't you say that in the first place? I don't Kai, know. Because then I would have understood fully what you meant. A pie stuffed with stuff. You know, Got I, it. I'm getting the feeling that you're being sarcastic here. I'm moi. <laughs> moi i cannot believe you you would, I would think e- such a thing i of me. would even say such a thing I, know. I just can't believe i mean i love stuff in a pie <laughs> and i like eating them too <laughs> we're, we're okay you know what i'm i'm not going there corn okay. muffin large egg sour cream canned cream sweet corn chopped onions Virgin olive oil, what other sort of virgins can you get apart from olive oil? <laughs> ground cumin. Got lots of olive oil, won't be a virgin Chili for powder, salt, freshly ground black pepper, two cloves of garlic, crushed, 450 grams of minced meat, 80 grams of red enchilada sauce. Enchilada sauce. Enchilada sauce, yeah, I knew I was saying it wrong. 100 <laughs> grams of grated cheddar and 100 grams of grated Monterey Jack. What's Monterey Jack? Um, Monterey Jack, let me have a look. It's a, it's a cheese that, that's made in Monterey <laughs> and okay. by this guy named Jack. Okay, so it's a special type of cheese from a certain area. Yeah. Monterey Jack cheese. Okay. See, right. man, we're going down okay. a, quite a rat hole here. It, well, I hope there's not rats in it. <laughs> no. Well, not that I know eat, And it's spelled, I'd spelt it completely wrong. T-A-M-A-L-E. Is that right? Tamale pie. Yes. Right. Okay. And they nice. are delicious. I'm... And I usually I'm, put, like, the, the cheese, I take, when I used to, I used to work at this fast food Mexican place that no longer exists called Taco Bravo down in South Florida. And the, the guy that ran the, this chain, it was a very small chain, like six, seven stores. Right. If you worked there, you could Ooh. eat pretty much whatever you want for free. Right. You just yep. had to write it down. Yep. So my typical meal would be uh, a large. And when I say large, <laughs> I mean large. Mm-hmm. Burrito, extra cheese, sour cream. Yep. Three tacos with sour yep. cream. Yep. A large tamale pie, extra cheese, sour cream. Right. And I wasn't supposed to, but I would almost always get a pineapple coconut whip drink. Nice. Yeah, it was it was tasty. And at the end of that, he said, "You know, everybody, I said that you could eat anything as long as you write it down." Well, I lied. Well, I lied. Guy, you can eat just a starter. <laughs> and then, then, then you're fired. Now, that's a Marley pie. Interestingly enough, I may well send you a picture later of uh, a cottage pie, <clears throat> excuse me, which we are eating um, for dinner after. <coughs> oh, dear. 
You'll have to put up with that, I'm afraid. Um, no, right. After after I've finished, um, and a cottage pie is, I'm going to say a theme on a tamale pie by the looks of it. Um, so uh, with a few tweaks, yeah. a cottage pie could made, become made from a tamale cottages. pie. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. it's small, got small it's got buildings like a, that people used to live in. It's got like a thatch on top. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than a thatch anywhere else. Mm. Hansel Gretel. I live in a cottage pie. Okay, I yes. don't know where that was going. But I uh, probably best to, to let leave it, go. it exactly there. Just let it go. All right. right. Hold on just a second. 